I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. You remember this? That's right. Where to go? Rainbow. All right, all right, all right. They've told me not to sing along with the jingles. I, I play that song because I, well, for years and years and years, uh, reading Rainbow, reading Rainbow to me was uh, kind of a punchline. You know, you'd make fun of uh, Jordy LaForge there as he hosted that show. Or LeVar Burton? What's his real name? I don't know. Uh, he was a Starfleet officer, engineer, something. Anyway, uh, he ought to he ought to be the next host of Jeopardy. How about that? Uh, Google around. There are other people who agree with me. The theme and the words there in the Reading Rainbow theme song very recently struck me uh, anew. And as I as I heard them and listened to them, I thought, oh my gosh, there are there are incredible truths buried in there. I remember earlier this year, one of the first broadcasts of this new show here on KSL, and I call it a new show. I know we're a year into it, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, talk radio shows uh, after just a year are still new and green. And as you can plain well hear each day, I'm still trying to find my footing and figuring out how to be a good host to you and a good friend to you here on the radio. Hopefully I each day am deserving of that. And more than that, hopefully each day I am improving uh, what I am able to, to offer you each day as we comb through the news of the day. And as you well know, I am always very solicitous of your feedback and input. 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Anytime you have a thought about the program and anytime there is something that you think I may have missed, a piece of news or an item uh, or a storyline playing out somewhere, send a note, 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. For the remainder of today's program, for the next 20 minutes or so, you and I are going to have a conversation about reading. And then we're going to transition into an opportunity for you uh, to call in and make a pitch for the book, which may be on your nightstand right now. The way I look at it is this. We have just a few days left before Christmas comes. There's no time to have anything delivered through the mail. Why not consider getting a book? for one of the people left on your shopping list. I'll tell you right now, and they may be listening, so yeah, you're going to be getting a book. I have a few folks left to shop for, and they will all be receiving books. I'm going to go out today 
I'm going to make the rounds at, uh, at the local bookstores if I can. Uh, if I can't find something there, I'll make my way over to the larger big box bookstores. Uh, I, I know that b- both those categories are a fading industry, but I'm going to do what I can to uh, leave a few dollars behind in exchange for books. I, I know reading is good. I, I know it's something that we talk about. I know that it is a, a principle. The principle of learning through literature is one that you hear all the time. And young children, of course, hear it uh, even more so. But I, I just like to share with you my own experience uh, of this past year. I really rediscovered the, the benefits of reading, both for pleasure uh, and for business. I do a lot of reading here to get ready to have these conversations with you each day. And... Due to COVID-19, the pandemic, all the restrictions placed on movements, my inability to travel. I haven't been on a plane in over a year. Yeah. Anyway, I know I'm not alone there, but uh, in my in my old life, there was a lot of travel. And in fact, uh, coming here, there was a lot of travel planned. We were going to be in uh, the various cities hosting the nominating conventions for the two big parties. We were likely going to uh, chase the presidential candidates around the country, similar to what Doug Wright and I did back in 2012. Anyway, that was all called off. And instead, uh, there was a lot of of alone time, a lot of uh, just kind of sit around and figure out how to fill your mind time. And uh, when I wasn't hanging out with my wife or playing with my brand new little baby Piper, I was in a book. I've read some good stuff over this past year. I've read some, I've read some not so good stuff as well, uh, but all of it offered the opportunity for me to uh, expand my mind, expand uh, my knowledge. Most recently, I finished reading a, a book called the, "The Ride of a Lifetime," written by Robert Iger. Lessons learned from 15 years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Now I know uh, Mr. Iger has dipped his toe into politics these days, but the book isn't about that. The book is about the ethic, the work ethic, that he fostered from a very young age. That stayed with him as he uh, slowly but surely climbed the ladder of ABC and then on to Disney. And for 15 years, uh, while he was at the helm, Disney enjoyed some of the most massive, massive acquisitions uh, in its history. Acquiring Pixar, acquiring Marvel. And the whole universe there. Acquiring Lucasfilms. And the whole universe there. And acquiring Fox. Some of the largest transactions in business history took place under his watch. What would it be like to be inside his mind for just a moment? Well, I got to find out, and I did so through reading that book. Another newsman named Dan Harris, he wrote a book, uh, and it was one of those self-help books. My, my first self-help book I ever read, a suggestion from my brother-in-law, I picked that up and read it, and it was a fascinating look at two things. Number one, it was a fascinating look at a news broadcaster and the stresses and anxieties that come about when you're trying to climb that competitive ladder. Uh, believe me, I, I, I understand those anxieties. And that was part of what drew me to this. I wanted to learn from someone who had felt some of the anxieties that I feel each day. You know, as I try to not make a fool of myself, bring to you a quality product, and make sure, more than anything, that the information I deliver, I get it right. That's difficult. And I got some help 
and I felt like I wasn't so alone because I picked up this book and read it. What are you reading right now? What we're going to do is, in a moment, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to invite you to pick up the phone and call in, 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number to call. And what I want to hear from you is your pitch for a book, a book that you would uh, wrap up and put under the tree of a loved one of yours. I want you to make book suggestions, and I want you to do it here uh, on the radio with me. One of my most favorite broadcasts of this past year uh, was in early March when uh, producer Amy and I traveled out to an elementary school in Kearns for Read Across America Day. We got to speak to teachers and young people all about uh, the joys and the and sometimes the sorrows, depending on what you read, uh, but the experiences that are earned only through reading. I want to extend that a little bit, and if I can help someone get a book that can help them and find that uh, under the tree later this week, uh, well, then very good, and I'd like your help to do so. 801-575-8255. We're making book pitches, and I want to hear from you. Feel free also to text 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Your calls and book suggestions next. What would make a good gift for someone? As you wrap up your Christmas shopping this year, your call's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and we have moved into the final segment of today's program. I, I know. You might be saying, hold on a second, Lee. You've got another hour left. No, no, no. Today, uh, something different's going on here on KSL News Radio. In about 10 minutes' time, there will commence a special hour of Cougar Sports Saturday. Uh, there is a football game on tonight BYU versus University of Central Florida. It will kick off at 5 p.m., so there is an important two hours of pregame coverage going to take place right here on KSL News Radio, and it starts. In just 10 minutes' time. While you and I wrap up our time together, though, today, I have put out a plea, and it is uh, to get some book suggestions. I know it's a pretty simple question, uh, and uh, the, the reason I ask is because there are only a few days left, a few days left before Christmas comes, and time has well run out to get anything delivered on time. Unless you spend like that super money, unless you're like one of the rich folks listening, and you can pay for the expedited ship. No, no, I'm not, I'm not in that club. <laughs> I'm not in that club. And so if you have any uh, gifts left to purchase to make sure they are wrapped and under the tree of your loved one uh, this year, you likely have to walk yourself into a brick-and-mortar store and purchase it. I know that's a new concept. Uh, we may have forgotten what that was like in this COVID era. Uh, but, you know, we've learned there are safe ways to walk into the local bookstore or the uh, the larger bookstores around town. Uh, I, I'd encourage you to start with the local ones can't find what you're looking for there, go ahead and uh, see what those bigger stores have for you. Uh, but buy a book nonetheless. I you know, I don't want to get too much into my own personal business and my own personal experiences, but uh, I, I have, I, I've had some, some downtime where I've been a little blue, a little anxious uh, during this coronavirus. Uh, nothing too serious, but uh, I've, I've felt off and I've been looking for escapes. And, you know, the, the regular escape of travel, of uh, you know, going to the gym or going to the movie theater, a lot of that was uh, curtailed a bit this year. 
and that's an understatement, certainly, and where I have, at least personally, found uh, some good escape and a good ability to exercise my mind and free my mind. Imagine what it might be like in some other circumstance or location. I've turned to books. I remember the the very first time I did this. Oh, before I tell my own personal story, I want to hear from you. Do you have any book suggestions? As you wake up each day and you look over to your nightstand, what was the book that you laid down as you drifted off to sleep last night? Do you think that would make a good gift for someone? If you'd like to make a pitch, we've got a few minutes left for you to do so. 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK. That's the number. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Uh, I'll air your pitch here on the radio. Have some good text coming in, too, to the Utah uh, Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero is the number there. I'll get to them in just a moment. I remember the very first time. I remember the very first time that I used a book as an escape. I was maybe eight or nine years old. First time I read a chapter book too. I was eight or nine years old, and I had done something. You know, as you've probably picked up from listening to this program over the past year, I'm a, a rambunctious person, and I certainly was one when I was a young kid. And I'd done something uh, to get in trouble. I'd done something to get sent to my room. And, you know, this was not a cell phone era. This was not a video game era. Not that we had any video games in the home. But I I was left only with my toys and my books. And one of the conditions of my grounding was that I couldn't play with my toys. Now the G.I. Joes and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had to stay put away. The Micro Machines and the Hot Wheels cars, they all had to stay put away. The Transformers. Oh, not, not, now I'm thinking about my childhood toys. They all had to be put away. The only thing I could access uh, were my books. And the book that I picked up was the first in the Boxcar Children series. I was supposed to be uh, sent up to my room for, I think it was 30 minutes was the punishment. Well, I don't think I came out of my room until the next morning. In fact, when the sun went down, I can remember... I had been given, uh, as a stocking stuffer the previous Christmas, one of those little lights that clips onto the book and has a flexible neck and a little LED light to shine on the pages so you can turn off the lights of the home, not disturbing anyone. Well, I used that light and I read that book all the way through. It was the first time, and I forgot all about being worked up and stressed out because <laughs> I'd been sent to my room. Anyway, I know that's a, a story that you've probably heard told by others a million times, uh, simply substituting a reader and substituting a book title, but it was true, and that principle has stayed with me forever. Can you think in your own life of something similar to that? A tough time where you used a, a book to escape? If there's a book that offered you such escape and you think it ought to be under the Christmas tree of a loved one this year, would you do me a favor and pick up the phone, 801-575-8255. Call in, make your pitch. David's on the line. David, sir, welcome to the program. Thank you. You have a, a book pitch this year? You know what? I've got three uh, books that are true autobiographies that I just love. First one is uh, Left to Tell. Um, it's about the genocides down in uh, Rwanda. Um, I just recently, last week, read a book called Educated oh, by sure. Tara Westover. How'd you like that? Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really did. She's, uh, for, for someone that is uneducated and was able to get into BYU and ultimately get her PhD, she's quite a writer. So I really like that one. And the last one is uh, The Hiding Place. Um, I, I haven't read The Hiding uh, Place. Tell me about that. So that, 
that goes back to the Jewish Holocaust and hiding during that time um, when the Nazis are um, trying to take over. And anyway, it's a, it's a really good book. I can't remember her full name, but Corinne is her first name. All right. um, the author of that. So, well, David, very good. Did you did you this Christmas get uh, anyone as a gift uh, a book? I did. I I tend because I like to read. I tend to get books for people. I went down to Desert Book and got a bunch of religious books to give to people. Sure. Very good. Uh, well, listen, David, thank you so much. And I'll tell you what, why don't you give me a call back after Christmas if anything uh, that excites you came your way under the Christmas tree as all your family members and friends sent books knowing you're a, a lover of literature. You Let me know. We'll uh, I'll put together a reading list together this year. All right. Sounds great. All right, David, listen, thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for the recommendations. That book, Educated, I'm sure many of you have read it, a fascinating tale. The question is, uh, which I have debated with many, uh, are those claims exaggerated? Was her upbringing a, a bit exaggerated? Were things there on the dump as she was growing up and the uh, abuse that she claims to have suffered at the hand of, uh, I think it was a brother? Was that all? You think that's how it all went down? Fascinating story nonetheless and a fascinating trajectory uh, of a young person seeking an education from difficult circumstances, uh, surely. Uh, all right, let's go to the text line now. We have a few minutes left. I want to read to you some of these uh, suggestions. Uh, this one, oh, Indian in the cupboard. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. Another another uh, person writes uh, as David did, suggesting the hiding place. Oh, in fact, there are two there are two suggestions for the hiding place. Uh, Corey Tenboom, I believe, to be the author. Another uh, suggestion says, Lee, I love the book The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. I loved all of Andy's books, but this one is a great one with stories about famous people in history. I'll have to check that one out. Uh, I am right now in the middle of reading a book. And you ever, you ever start a book? You're not exactly sure if you'll make it to the end. I'm kind of at that stage of this book. Uh, it's uh, Mo Rocca. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Mo Rocca? Anyway, he is, has written a book called uh, Mobituaries. It's kind of a spinoff of the word obituaries. And he is writing uh, obituaries for uh, less than famous people who had fascinating lives to live. And some fictional characters as well. Anyway, uh, it's a pretty good one. Uh, Indian in the Cupboard, I've read already. Uh, another suggestion here. Oh, this is for this is for preteen introverts. So if you're buying for a preteen introvert, uh, it's called Chester, I Love You by Blaine and Brett Jorgensen. Uh, we'll have to let that be the last suggestion. If you have more, please send them in 57500. As we wind our way here to the end of today's program, uh, I'll tell you that in just a few moments, We'll have a special coverage, a special edition of Cougar Sports Saturday starting uh, in just a, a moment or so as Brigham Young University takes on University of Central Florida at 5 p.m. here today. You'll get that full game coverage here. Uh, and after that, I'm taking the rest of the week off to celebrate Christmas with my family. So uh, this is our last chance to say Merry Christmas to one another, and I will wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy holidays. I'll be back next Monday. You and I can shoot the breeze then. Uh, look forward to, to that occasion. More than that, look forward to spending time uh, with my family, and I hope you're able to do the same. Merry Christmas to you. Next up, a special hour of Cougar Sports Saturday here on KSL. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, 
but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.